0: What's happening? Will Freeman, Design.com coming at you today to talk about how to plan your financial future. This is a big one with a lot of information, and it's one that you're going to want to check out the article as well, which you can find over at RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. Also, this is not uh, tax, legal, or financial advice whatsoever and should not be considered. That this is for entertainment purposes only. I am not qualified to give any advice on any of those subjects. In fact, I'm not qualified to give any advice because I'm a college dropout. However, I have had a lot of experience in the school of life, including but not limited to 20 years in the workforce, uh, nearly a decade in corporate sales where I made six figures, and three years as a pro trader uh, where I had a six figure month. I had 10 years of studying finance, capital markets, and what's called sovereign man theory. I've been a digital expat for two years. I've owned five businesses, including this one, which I've been working on for the last almost five years and have been giving advice to men for the last five years. So take the information for what it's worth. Again, I'm not a financial, legal, or tax professional, and before implementing any of this stuff, a lot of it is, becomes complicated, especially in the latter stages of the plan. You definitely want to consult with a professional. However, what I wanted to do is put together this plan for you, which I've completed half of already because I have no ulterior motives like a lot of uh, financial advisors that you find online who are trying to get you to buy their financial services or their financial products. The only thing I'll be inserting plugs into are a couple of my books where it's relevant, but otherwise, this is uh, completely free information for you. And I wanted to do that because most of the information available doesn't fit that criteria. Uh, it's usually one of four things. It's safe middle-class garbage that gets you nowhere. Okay, I have no problem with guys living the middle-class lifestyle, but for my brand and for you, that is not what we are teaching here, okay? Or number two, it is a sales pitch or covert sales pitch for products or services that the blogger or advisor has advertised in their sidebar or that they're selling. Or it's solid advice, but is very expensive and is applicable for wealthy men. And you're looking at a private consultation that costs $600 to $1,000 an hour to get the best stuff. And those that kind of advice is generated for guys who are making $100,000 to $1,000,000 a year. And lastly, number four, which perhaps is the worst kind of advice, is the white noise generated by non-expert journalists on article mail sites of five steps to do X that they just rehashed from some other shitty article. All right. That was not the purpose of what I want to do here. The purpose of this video, audio, and article is to give you, the middle class man, the most efficient, most streamlined path to total financial freedom and security. Because without financial freedom and security, you have 0% chance of being able to live the good life in the world that we live in. That is just the fact, okay? That's why if you are 18 to 35, I constantly emphasize to you guys that money is your number one priority. Because if you're not free, you are going to be chained to a desk for the rest of your life and going to have to deal with all kinds of unpleasant things um, from your coworkers, from your boss, from restrictions on your travel and your movement, and from not being able to enjoy what you do and have a comfortable, stress-free existence because you're not making much money and the expenses are so high, at least for the standard middle-class path. So be warned, this is not your typical middle-class financial path whatsoever. I have absolutely no problems with guys living that path. All my friends and family are on that path, but I'm not. And my close friends over here are not. And it is not the path that I recommend to you. The path I'm giving to you is balls to the walls, and it's not going to be for everybody. With that said, I also want to tell you how to use this plan. Okay, like everything on the site, discard what's not useful to you and take what is. Okay, for example, as the plan, as we progress through the plan, it gets more and more. um, I don't want to say aggressive, but it becomes more of a radical lifestyle change. For example, there's a lot of stuff covered on expat living. Okay, I'm here in Thailand uh, filming this for you. And expat living is not going to be for everybody. Okay, and that's okay. You can discard the sections that aren't going to be relevant for your financial future. And... The way that I want you to use this is as basically like a financial sketch for your future, something that you're going to refer back to. And I definitely, this is definitely one where you want to check out the article at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. The article is almost 9,000 words long. It has all of the links to um, the relevant information in it, and something that you should um, use as a sketch and refer back to from time to time as you're moving along the plan and it would be a good idea to perhaps clip it into your Evernote, which is the common place where you should be having all your other relevant information and look at it from time to time. Also, everything I'm telling you is 100% legal. I never ever recommend breaking the law because the government has all the guns and guns being power, and that means they can make you do what they want. Especially when it comes to taxes and especially if you are American. You do not fuck with the IRS. If you want to see what happens when you fuck with the IRS, look at Wesley Snipes who just spent the last three years in jail. You do not want to do that, okay? So the idea is as you progress, you want to be able to get the sketch. But as you move through the levels, you want to um, check in and use a professional tax legal, financial. You wanna run this by someone who's a professional because especially when you're talking about taxation and expat living, this becomes complicated, okay? But this is just the general sketch, all right? Lastly, this is a lifetime plan, okay? As you move through the plan, it might feel overwhelming. You might feel like there's so many things you have to do But just look at it as something to take day by day and not become overwhelmed, okay? I'm only, I'm just maybe 50 or 60% of the way through the plan, and I'm still, I still have a lot of work to do, but I I look at it as a lifetime plan, and I'm not going to become overwhelmed by it, and I think you should have the same attitude. So, altogether, there are 15 steps to total financial freedom, and we are going to start right now with part one, which is step one, cut expenses to a minimum, okay? You don't get rich by spending money. You get rich by saving it. All right. Setting a budget, sticking to it is the only way to get yourself out of wage slavery and being poor. And this is especially true if you're poor. If you're already relatively cash rich, it's important, but it's especially true if you're poor. Okay. if you're poor, and you have no money. You can't be going out to the club and and spending all kinds of money on girls because you're never going to get out. So I recommend cutting expenses to a minimum. Check my video and article on how to set a budget and becoming a hardcore minimalist, which is getting your stuff to under 200 things so that you can pick up and leave at any time and so that you have no clutter and so that you have no um, expenses and you're you know, spending all kinds of crazy money on different things that you don't need. Check out my article and video on how to become a hardcore minimalist to see how to do that. Number two, get organized. Total financial freedom is the hardest thing you're gonna do in your life. Okay. So this is, this is your lifetime um, plan, your lifetime mission. It is a very hard thing to go from middle class or lower middle class, build up a business, and not just build up a business, but but get that total financial freedom where you've got all your assets and currencies and investments and you know, passports and all these different things, and you know, freedom of mobility. It's very, very difficult. Okay. It is uh, the biggest life hack there is, and it's hard to do. And you have to be super organized, and you have to start now. Okay, that means get serious, get on a mission, check out my articles and videos on how to develop your life's mission. Keep your place clean. Get up early every day. Set your yearly goals. Set the big projects that you want to accomplish. Um, for example, some of the steps here are going to be projects, like for example, getting a passport or getting a second passport is a project and lay those out in the Wunderlist Task app. There's also a lot of other stuff that you're gonna wanna do to get organized and you can see how to do all that plus all the other things that I recommend in my book, How to Get Organized, which is my own personal organizational system and I truly believe it is the best and most efficient in the world. You can check that out in the links below the YouTube video as well as on my site, revolutionarylifestylesign.com. Number three. Get consistent energy. Like I said, this plan is going to be very hard. If you are eating like garbage and going out and drinking and getting fucked up every night, you're not going to have any energy. You need to have a lot of energy to be able to get free and to be able to live the lifestyle that you want. And you can't take care of business without having energy. So real quick, my four biggest energy hacks are... Number one, up at 6 a.m. every day. Number two, exercise every morning. Every morning I do um, stretching. Then I do weight, uh, weights. Then I do cardio. Then I do yoga. All right. You don't have to do all that, but you do have to exercise to get some blood flowing and to get that cardio up so that you're going to be able to have to get in shape and have that consistent energy that's going to come um, from that exercise. Number three, ejaculate as little as possible. This is perhaps the biggest energy hack in the world. Um, Also the hardest, hardest one by far because all our biology is telling us to spread our seed far and wide. But I'm telling you, if you've ever done a month or two months with no PMO, my record is eight months. The energy benefit you get from not ejaculating or from ejaculating as little as possible is the absolute biggest energy hack that I know of, and the biggest natural antidepressant that I know of. If you want more information on that, I've got some method in the article and video how to have multiple non-ejaculatory orgasms where you learn how to do tantric masturbation and move the energy up into your body and not ejaculate. Although the ideal is not touching your dick at all, not watching porn, not orgasming, and just having sex with girls or with girlfriends without coming that is the absolute ideal for a pure energy hack number four eat a healthy high energy diet okay you can check out my article and video how to um have a healthy high energy diet and basically the gist of it is it is the diet that you are evolved for it's going to be meats, it's going to be vegetables it's going to be you know healthy fats like coconut oil, it's gonna be getting your uh, omega-3s, it's gonna get, be getting your multivitamins, it's gonna be getting everything that you're evolved for, plus lots of water, plus um, you know the right supplements. Basically the diet that you know that you're supposed to be eating but that you're probably not eating. And the diet that I eat, uh, 70% of the time and 30% of the time I fucking cheat my ass off, if I'm being honest. But I know that it's what I'm supposed to be doing and if I do cheat, it's gonna be at the end of the day when my work is done. Okay, I'm not eating McDonald's in the afternoon for lunch because I know that that day is going to be completely fucked. Number four is the big one. Pay off your debt if you have any debt is the root of all evil. It keeps the world enslaved. And in my opinion, there is no good debt, not even a mortgage. In fact, especially a mortgage. Mortgage is what keeps guys working a shitty job for 30 years when they hate their life and saying, well, I can't travel because of the house or I can't do this and that because I have the house or I can't become financially free because I have this fucking house that I'm chained to. And in Toronto, a fucking, you know, half decent house in, an, in a neighborhood way the fuck out in, you know. An hour and a half or an hour from the downtown core is now running a million dollars. I just went back to my hometown of Toronto and I was shocked at how bad the housing prices are now. Okay, debt will keep you enslaved. You have to get rid of it. Okay, so start paying that down that debt ASAP if you have any, and get rid of anything that is keeping you enslaved, be it your car, your house. Or a demanding girlfriend who is putting you to debt by demanding all kinds of trips and things like that. Okay, again, most guys aren't going to do this. Most guys are going to be following the middle class path, which is why I told you in advance this is not the middle class path. Okay, this is the path for the guy who is going to get free and he's ready to do or die. Like you, you really have to be willing to sacrifice all the fucking shit that all your friends have to get that freedom. All right. I'm telling you the freedom will be worth it, but you really have to make sacrifices for it and you can't have debt. You cannot have you can't be free when you're chained to credit cards, uh, raping you with interest payments and mortgages and car loans. All right. It's not possible. With that said, you can still have and keep your credit cards uh, for the points, just not debt. If you are smart with your cards, you can actually make them work for you and that's something that I will cover in step six, but right now, if you have the debt, you gotta get rid of it. Number five, step five, start saving, okay? As much as you can every single month, you wanna save absolutely as much as you can because to get free, you need a stash of cash. When you quit your job and you're gonna be working your own business, you're gonna want a stash of cash for any expenses that might come up or emergencies or to reinvest in your business. I mean, there are absolutely no downsides to having as big of a stash of cash as possible. And trust me, okay, the more you save now, the more your future self two or three years from now will thank you. I'm speaking 100% from experience here, okay? When you're out on your own, there is no way you will regret every single dollar saved. And I'm talking about every single dollar saved, all right? When Before I left sales, I knew that for the last... I my I planned it out 2 years in advance. I knew I was I was going to be off to Thailand 2 years before I actually quit. And I was so sick of it and it was such a pain in the ass and, and I just hated, you know, everything about the job. And I just fucking powered through, especially the last year. I mean, where I was just so close to getting out. I really fucking hated it. But I'm telling you now as my future self, I am so thankful for being able to have built up that stash of cash. And there is not one single dollar that I have saved that I fucking regretted saving, okay? Whereas the absolute opposite uh, is true, okay? Your future self will regret every single dollar you spent on girls, every single dollar you spent on booze, every single dollar you spent on fucking cab rides to and from the club. I mean, I'm 35 now and I'm looking back at what the fuck I did with my early 20s and the amount of money I pissed away. I mean, I don't even want to know how much money I spent on girls. I mean, because I I can't even think about that because it's, it's so fucking crazy or clubs or cabs or, you know, going from one spot to the other. I mean, absolutely just pissing money away. And with compound interest and having been able to reinvest it into a business, I mean... I'm telling you, you will regret every single dollar you piss away right now, and you will thank yourself for every single dollar you save. It is really a big deal. Step six, get credit. Wise man once said, you know that motherfucking credit, get it. And he was right. Getting credit might sound like a complete contradiction to point three, where I talk about debt being the root of all evil, but just hear me out. The first reason why getting credit is going to be useful to you is because of the point when I was still living in Toronto i used I got an aeroplane card, which is the Canadian version of Air Miles, and I used it for absolutely everything all my grocery shopping um, movies, whatever it was I used that and if you live in a, a major city, there are companies that allow you to pay your rent with a credit card. I found one of those. Um, I set it up with my building and I paid my rent with my credit card, which meant that I was uh, spending a ton of money every month on my credit card and accumulating a ton of aeroplane points. The aeroplane points that I accumulated bought me my ticket to freedom, literally bought me my ticket to Thailand and I just went back home, bought me half of my return trip um, back to Toronto after two years of being in Thailand. So that's a major benefit. I mean, if you're gonna be in your home country for the next two or three years and you're thinking about becoming an expat, you could you know, be able to pay for a $1,500 trip somewhere with your air miles. And it's not just about the money, it's about just the whole beauty of the situation that you're using the credit card to um, make yourself money and to pay for your ticket for to freedom. Uh, it feels really good. Number two, Number two reason to get credit is as an emergency lifeline. So let's say you choose to come to Southeast Asia or Colombia, and that is where you are um, going to be living and, you, and continuing to build your business, you know, after you've been saving money with your job and you build a business on the side and you're going to do it full-time and you're going to go to Colombia or Southeast Asia, where I am and where a lot of guys are and, or uh, Budapest where a lot of guys are, you know, plenty of cheap places to go. Now, let's say you're over there and you're having a great time, and let's say maybe you're in Thailand where I am, you fall off your motorbike and now you've got a big hospital bill to pay. Well, you're going to be happy that you have that credit card, that emergency cash, okay? This is for a shit hits the fan scenario, okay? And, you know, if you have your stash of savings, you're probably going to be all right, but you know, these things do happen. Some black swan emergency scenario can happen. And you're going to be thankful that you have a credit card to be able to pay your fucking hospital bill, all right? The good thing is though, instead of living in New York where your rent is two thousand dollars, you're going to be living in Thailand where your rent is two hundred dollars, and your food is a dollar or two dollars a meal. So it is going to be much easier for you to pay off that credit card debt quite quickly, especially as you're continuing to work hard and scale up your business as. as compared to a static salary that you might've had back home. So the chances are of you becoming part of the, you know, a debt spiral is gonna be much, much less than the guy in the West who is using credit cards, okay? But again, you wanna make sure that the credit is there for emergencies only. Now, you you do wanna get this credit while you're employed. That's why, I'm, that's why I put it early in the plan because no one wants to give credit Um, You know, they want to give credit cards to a guy who just started his business and is making no money. They want to give credit cards to someone who's employed and has an address for his job and is making X amount of consistent dollars a month. So you get it while you're actually employed. All right. But the one thing you don't want to do is get those credit cards that are attached to a bank. You want to get separate credit cards because what can happen is if you you know, God forbid you get an accident, you use credit as an emergency, the business isn't going as well as you thought and you fall behind on your payments, they can actually freeze your entire account. That means your checking account, your savings account, just because you had the credit card tied with them and now you can't access your funds at all, okay? So that means that you're going to be in another foreign country and now you can't take any money out of your bank until you pay off, um... What what your balance is, and and then get get back to the minimum payment, and that's not a position that you want to be in. So, try not to get cards that are attached to specific banks. Lastly, if you've struggled with debt spirals in the past, um, then just forget about credit altogether. Okay, if you if you've been addicted to debt and you've been caught up in it before, and and you've been you know struggling with it, you know maybe once maybe two or three of these debt spirals, just pay off the debt. Like I originally said, and cut up the cards and just don't risk it. Lastly, number seven, at least for part one here is increase your income. Okay. So increasing your income means you need to spend less, but you also need to make more ideally from your side business. So at this point in time, I'm assuming most guys are going to be working a job. All right just like I was, and just like I was for all five of my fucking businesses with the first four failing, which was not fun. And you're going to be working a job and now you're going to be wanting to save money. Okay. So you've cut your expenses down. You're going to be saving money and ideally you're going to be saving money and making more money. Ideally though, that, that more money is going to come from your side business. Okay. However, not everyone's there yet. It took me, I didn't release my first product with RLD until three years in. I was just building traffic. Okay, so for the first three years, I wasn't making money at all. So, not everyone is going to be making money from their side business right off the start, or if they are, you're not going to be making a lot of money. So, the first option to get your income up is to get a second job. Now, getting a second job is probably the worst way to do it because You're probably working one shitty job and then you get a second shitty job and you're making, you know, a small amount more money and now you don't have time to run your side business um, or build a side business that is going to be able to become your primary um, source of income once you quit your job. Okay, so I don't recommend that option. First option that I recommend is going to be my path, which was to move into sales. I knew that after I wasn't able to make any more money as a trader, I knew that the only way for me, a college dropout with no qualifications was just to fucking sweet talk my way into a sales job, which is exactly what I did. Because the best way for um, a non-qualified, non-professional employee to make money is sales. If you're a guy under 30 and you can talk and you can present yourself, the absolute best way to make money in a job is sales. Okay, if you choose the right job, you work hard, and you learn, you can make seventy k your first year and hundred k your second year, and you can make more than that in your third year. All right, I have friends back in sales who're making two hundred fifty thousand dollars at a job. This is kind of money that CEOs make, okay, or high level um, C-suite executives make, and you know these are guys in their twenties and early thirties. Sales is also good because you learn to develop your balls after nearly a, a, a decade in corporate sales. I'm a completely different human being than I was when I started and I was nervous just to make one cold call. Number two, you learn the most important skill in business, which is how to sell. Okay, If you can sell, you can make money in any business, period. Sales is the most important skill in business and perhaps in um, making money altogether. If you want to learn how to get hired, how to survive in the corporate environment, how to thrive and make six figures, how to develop um, a very detailed exit plan, and how to take the skills that you learn in sales and start your own service business, please check out my book, How to Sell, which you can find in the links below in this YouTube video as well as on my site, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. Now, Let's say you do follow my path and you're working a sales job and you're starting a side business. Um, And so you basically, 40 hours a week, you're working in sales and then you're going home and working on your side business. Which was my life for quite a long time because I I did a number of different side businesses. And most of them didn't work out. Um, However, the one that I'm talking to you from now did. So what your life is going to be like, let's say your plan is to get out in the next two or three years is, it's gonna be shit. Uh, sales jobs are fucking horrible. Um, I hate it every day in sales. And the thought of having to go back to work in sales right now, I'd rather put a fucking bullet in my head, okay? I'm telling you this as a guy who a, has a fucking product on how to sell and how to survive and thrive in that environment, okay? I'm not sugarcoating it at all. I'm telling you, it will be hell, okay? Working in corporate sales and working sales jobs is hell. And then your expenses are gonna be minimum, you're gonna be hardcore minimalist, you're gonna you know, not go into debt, you're gonna be saving all your money, and you're gonna be coming home to work on your side business. So your life is gonna be pretty much shit for the next two or three years. With that said, no one said getting financially free is gonna be easy. It's the fucking opposite. That's why most people don't get free. It is fucking hard to do. And I'm not gonna sugarcoat it or try and tell you that it's gonna be easy. Just important that you know that, all right? Now, you don't need to work in sales. You don't need to follow my path, and you don't even need to buy my book. There are other options. There are many different options. Ideally, you don't work a job at all. Uh, Let's say you're 19 or 20. Um, You could be 30, but you're still living at home, and you have no expenses. You could start a business right away. Uh, an example is my friend Josh who's out here in Chiang Mai and he's 20. Basically, he lived at home and worked uh, shitty factory jobs and started an e-commerce business on the side. And then he took his $1,000 in savings and bet on Donald Trump winning the uh, the U.S. presidency, which was like five to one odds. And then he had five grand in savings and and you know some revenue coming in from his e-commerce business and he came out to Chiang Mai. And now he's fucking 20 years old and he's scaling up his business every month. All right. That's another path. Um, there are many different paths that you can choose, but the point is you have to get your income up so that you can get your savings up in some major way. All right. My path doesn't have to be yours, but you have to get that income up. So that's it for part one. With that said, this is. 15 steps in this series. So stay tuned for part two because we are literally just getting started. And you might have heard some of this stuff before in part one, but in part two, we are gonna expand on a lot of stuff that I haven't even talked about before, from passports to, you know, expat living, to all kinds of um, really, really interesting stuff that is gonna be super useful to you. So thank you for checking out part one. Thank you for checking me out on revolutionarylifestyledesign.com, iTunes, Facebook, all over the place. And I wish you all the best in your personal development journey. Until next time.